On today's episode, I'm talking with business coach and hypnotherapist, Julie Costa. She shares her own warrior story of the traumatic and sudden loss of her mom and how that's shaped her life and business. Julie's dynamic, positive personality made this conversation such a pleasure. I would be so grateful if you took a minute to leave a review and share the podcast with someone who might enjoy it. And head over to Instagram and send me a DM at K-R-I-S-T-I-N-M-I-C and let me know your thoughts. Okay, let's dive in. Hi, my name is Kristen Michalizzi. I'm a mindset and empowerment coach, a mother of four, a proud wife, a sister, a friend, and a lover of life. Each week, I want to bring you conversations that will touch your heart, make you laugh, inspire you, teach you, and help you grow into the fullest, realest version of yourself. I believe when we dare to be vulnerable and share our stories, we see the humanness of one another and often recognize the bravery inside of ourselves. Whether it's extraordinary or seemingly ordinary, everybody has a warrior story. Welcome to The Warrior Within Us. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hello. I am doing great. Thank you you so much for being here. This is so fun. I know. Thank you for having me. And we were just saying, too, um, never officially met in person, but it feels like we have. I know that like, it's so crazy. Like we were saying, like, especially with social media, it's like, you feel like, oh yeah, Julie, she's my friend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We've never spoken, but anyway, (laughs) I say that to my boyfriend all the time when I'm describing people, I was like, oh, my friend. And he's like, what? He's like, like, you say that about everybody. It's like, I know. (laughs) Too funny. Too funny. So thank you again for coming on. And um, I was just giving you a little bit of the premise of what the warrior within us is all about. And, um, you know, I started following you because you are a business owner and an entrepreneur and doing all the things that are, I admire. And, um, so I just thought you would be a great person to have a conversation with. And, um, anyway, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, that kind of thing. Absolutely. So in a nutshell, well, first Julie Costa, I'm a business coach and a hypnotherapist, which is a very interesting mix. And I never thought the day would come when I would say I'm a hypnotherapist, (laughs) never like thought that would be possible um, or imagined it. And um, I help women entrepreneurs specifically help uh, bring their big business ideas to life. So I help them grow their businesses through aligned business strategy, social media visibility. And I like to say mindset mastery which is a big focus on using hypnosis as a tool to reprogramming their limiting beliefs to help them be the best, most successful business owners that they can be. Mm, I love that. It's so interesting to me because I feel like, uh, you know, I started my business a little over a year ago and um, I just think it's such an awesome time to like, first of all, be alive. Second of all, be a woman. And <laughs> yes. third of all, be a business owner because it's just like the opportunities are endless. And it's in, I think it's very interesting too, right now with the job market and like people, mm-hmm. like, like places having a hard time finding people, you know, employees. And I'm like, I think it's because everyone's waking up to the fact that they don't want to work for somebody else. Yes. They don't want to do things that make them miserable and that they hate. So <laughs> I well, think, I, that's think if anything, I know. And like, I feel like the pandemic has taught us that, right? Like being home and like 
being with people that matter or like showing us what's important instead of that grind and that hustle. And, and I think people are seeing others have success with starting their own businesses and they're like, okay, I'm going to do that too. Yeah, totally. And it's so possible. I think that that's part of probably how you walk people through limiting beliefs, because I think most of the time we're looking for evidence of what's not possible or why we shouldn't do certain things. And um, I've been saying so much lately, and it's always been my philosophy, is that when you look for something, that's what you're going to find. So if you're looking for reasons why you can't do something, they're going to be plenty of them. So, you know, if you can start to kind of focus your energy and your thoughts around why something is totally possible, that's the evidence you're going to find. So that's so true. And I hear a lot of times people get afraid to start a business or an online business because all I hear is, well, the market's too saturated or there's so many people like, I'm not even going to make a difference. And it's just so not true. There's just like so many people that, and I think this is actually, it resonates so well with like your whole podcast and your theme is like, we do all have a story and our story and who we are and what we've been through and that warrior within us, like that sets you apart and why someone wants to work with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's like, like our mutual friend, Megan O'Neill, um, and coach has, uh, said to us before I'm sure she said it to you too is that like rising tides raise all ships right there's plenty of room for all of us and I think it really doesn't matter what industry you're even talking about right like how many different kinds of soda is there out there to drink how many different kinds of actually wait my favorite is like bottled water right like there's a lot of bottled water out there but water (laughs) is pretty much I mean I get it like if you're a bottled water snob like you might have a favorite And, you know, people who drink a lot of water get that, but it's water (laughs) and and water's water, but you know, pizza places, pizza places, coffee shops, like no one's saying it's too saturated. They're still getting customers. Right. Absolutely. So I think that's really um, encouraging for us as, uh, and also I think this is the perfect time to bring that up is that like especially women, we don't need to compete against one another, right? Like there's room for all of us to grow and help each other out. Like I get so excited to be able to refer people. Um, like I've referred people to you before. I've referred people to other business owners that do similar things because I'm like, you know what? She's actually perfect for that scenario. Um, and so we can all win and we can all help each other and all celebrate each other. So I think that that's the beauty of the industry that we're in and the world we're kind of co-creating. I couldn't agree more. And I, I think I said it too, before our call, like even being certified in a specific modality, it's not something I'm focusing on. So like I would refer somebody else out for tapping, like Chris, another Kristen that we know, um, Because it's true. It's like, there's plenty to go around. And we actually, when you stay, and when I say stay in your own lane, I don't mean it in a competitive way, but like stay in the place that brings you joy and like stay in the place that like you're really good at and you want to focus on. 
And then you can refer out because there's so many, there's so many awesome people out there, like doing so many incredible things. Totally. Totally. It's like a smorgasbord of like, I know. not in, 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 from a client's perspective, like, I don't know about you, but I always want to work with everyone. I'm like, oh, she's so great. I want to hire her. So I'm like, I'm forever a student and I'm like always forever investing in myself. And sometimes I need to pump the brakes and be like, okay, like, what do you really need right now? And like, just focus on that. Yeah, totally. I, I get it from my husband sometimes. Actually, just this morning, I was like, I think I should sign up for it. And I don't even think he let me finish. He's like, wait, you just said you have too many balls in the air and you need to like slow it down. And I'm like, I know, but it would be so great. So I think we're a lot alike in that, in that sense. Absolutely. Oh my God. Same way. <laughs> so um, tell me a little bit about, so, and I, I, I'm not just throwing this on you, hopefully, but um, a little bit about what what you what comes up for you when you hear the word warrior, and like maybe a little piece of of what that means to you in your personal story. Oh my God, absolutely! I think there's and in in our conversation we had before, I think you had even shared there's like not one specific story because we probably all have many, right? And it doesn't have to be this monumental thing, or it can be something that like drastically change the course of the direction of your life. When I think of like warrior, I definitely think of having to overcome something, whatever that may be in rising, learning and rising from that. I think like the big thing that comes up for me in terms of like my personal story and I, oh, I'm like, I've heard my like voice crack for a second. I don't know if you heard it. I was like, oh, wait a second. Um, and I started sharing more I started getting more vocal about this, I'd say like maybe within the past like three years is um, like, I lost my mom when I was 10 years old Mm -hmm. in a car accident, very unexpected, wasn't a drunk driver because a lot of people um, had assumed that. So I get specific with how it happened where she had just been out one night in January and she slipped on black ice. Um, And that completely changed the trajectory of my life. I was the oldest sibling, so I was 10. My sister was eight. My brother was five. And um, it was just like, our family had never experienced anything like that. And I, even like my town growing up had never experienced like anything like that at all. And so I think of um, like all of the different obstacles having to overcome with like not having your mom growing up. Mm. Uh, And I'm happy to get into that too. And then having a rocky relationship with my dad and ultimately getting kicked out I just like always felt like an outsider. Mm. Mm. Like I, I just like always felt like different and nobody could relate to me. Mm. Because you had a unique experience that mm. I always think it's like, there are certain situations that we all kind of collectively go through, right? Like obviously in most recent memory, we could talk about COVID, right? Like we all, I think it was like the first time at least in my lifetime that we we're all collectively experiencing something. And we were all personally affected by it. But when you go through something like that, um, you know, it's not something everybody has to go through. You know, like there are situations and scenarios in our life that are very traumatic, but like everybody or most everybody experiences that in their lifetime. And that situation and you losing your mom is something that there's a very select core group of people that can say, oh, I know just what that feels like. Um, So I can imagine um, 
that isolating feeling of just like feeling like nobody really understands what this is like or where this, you know, what it feels like to be in this position. And not only that, but I think losing a parent, uh, you know, it's not something that just happens and then you heal or you experience Mm -hmm. it and you, um, it it continues to come up, I'm sure. um, Over and over again. Continue to come up over and over again because there's like different things that come up in your life where it, you know, resurfaces. So, um, you know, I can't, I cannot personally imagine because I have not experienced that, but I just, I can imagine it as a daughter and as a mom, um, what that, you know, would feel like or what that would be like and how it would sort of be this like defining situation and moment that would affect every aspect of your life. Oh my God. Every, every aspect. And I think I became someone who uh, like, didn't want to show emotion of like how I felt. And I remember my sister was like very emotional and like, she would show her feelings and my dad, he actually said earlier this year, he was like, well, we knew your sister needed help because like she would share it. He's like, we thought you were fine. He's like, we just thought you were fine when I was actually one that was like probably suffering the most. And you had just mentioned something about like healing and it's, you're not, you're never fully healed. And even like last year with COVID and like being in the pandemic, like last October, I got like very depressed, like very depressed for maybe a good three months. Uh, like, yeah, October, November, December. And I don't know, honestly, like, I don't know what sprung it on. It could have just been, we're in a pandemic. I was like, finally feeling the effects of that. Cause I think we all did at some point. It just like hit us. And then I just like really miss my mom, like really miss my mom. And it got to a point where my boyfriend's like, you need to, like, you need to talk to someone. Mm. And like, he didn't know if I was going to like be okay. So like, it definitely goes um, in waves, but I've, oh, past six, yeah, past six months, like even this whole year, like I've really focused on like inner healing and like inner child healing Mm. uh, because it's something I haven't done. Which I, I, I get really excited that that is something that's being talked about so much. And I don't know if it's just like, sometimes I wonder, like, is this just the circles I'm running in? Because it's like <laughs> everywhere, you know, it's kind of like when you think about buying a red car and then all you can see is that same yes. red car everywhere. It's like what you're focusing on is what you're going to see all the time. So I yeah. don't know if that's it, but I just, I say excited because I think the work is so, um, needed and it's so uh it's just so impactful that I that I get excited that people can you know in in something that you just said it's it's so interesting to me that you know your sister that was the one that was showing emotion was the one that needed help and the person who wasn't showing emotion was like oh well she's the strong one she's all set so it's so fascinating because I think that's like a societal and cultural thing um to think like, oh, well, if they seem okay, you know, it's like that meme that goes around that says like, check on your strong friends. They're probably the ones that need you the most. And it's, um, it's just fascinating that, that, that's sort of how we've been conditioned to look at it. Right. Like the Mm -hmm. one who seems like they need the most help is the one that needs the most help, but it's probably in a lot of scenarios, the opposite is true. 
Absolutely. And I think, um, not I think, I know with like actually doing that work and taking the time, because I was having this conversation with someone yesterday, like when COVID had hit, I kept thinking, okay, great. I have more time at home. I have more time to grow my business. I'm going to do all the things, learn all the things. So talking about being a forever student, I just kept thinking, well, I needed the next best strategy. I need the next best strategy when I actually really needed to focus on myself and focus on healing Mm -hmm. because that actually it's, um, what did I use as a saying yesterday with someone? It's like the, um, your business will grow to the extent that you do like mm. that you do personally. And I really felt that this past year. Yeah. I, I think there's probably something to also like slow being forced to slow down. Right. Yeah. Because we all know we live in a like fast paced society and it's getting faster and like more overloaded with like information and stimuli. Right. And so we could go through our entire lives never actually needing to slow down and address anything. And we'd probably survive, although I believe, and I'm I'm sure that this will resonate with you that like disease, like disease Mm. is so much uh, connected to the mind, you know, the mind-body connection that mm, we can think we could just keep moving and it'll never catch up with us, but we probably will uh, suffer physical um pain and suffering from not addressing that and not healing but I I think probably you could have gone on for a really long time just like with your blinders on like how busy can I stay so I don't have to sit and be quiet and face the things that are coming up for me because I'm just gonna like outrun them or like just keep myself busy enough that I don't have to do the hard work but would you say, and I already know the answer to this, that um, that really hard uh, and nobody's saying it's like rainbows and sunshine and it's so fun to do all that healing work. Would you say that it's it's worth going through the challenges that come up for it to come out on the other side? Absolutely. Like, yeah. absolutely. And I, I mean, I've started... I want to say like, I've started inner work. I've always done like personal development. I've always done mindset work, but there, there've been different layers of it. And so when you were just talking about like disease or like disease, I remember, cause my daddy kicked me out when I was younger. So I didn't have a relationship with them, him until uh, about my mid twenties, mm-hmm. we had um, reconnected and it was, it was because of my prior job and some personal development work I was doing And before I actually reached out to him, I remember I had something going on with my stomach where it was like super extended. Like it looked like I was nine months, months pregnant, like hard as a rock had MRIs, colonoscopies, endoscopies. And the doctors like just wanted to put me on meds. And after I'd seen like a holistic nutritionist who was helping me. And then after I reconnected with my dad and we had some tough conversations, it just went away. Mm which that I also think is like wild and like, cause it was like a good year it was happening. And I really think it was related to like stress and past traumas that were coming up in my body. And then this year, this past year, I've, I've always been the girl that's been go, 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 because I don't want to sit with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Almost. Like I've, I've clearly identified that. It's like, I almost don't know how to sit, be with myself and like I don't want stuff to come up that I have to heal. Like, I don't want to have to think about it. 
And um, this past year made me realize that, you know, like, no, you have to, you need to. And even though it's hard, <laughs> even though it's hard, it's very, very rewarding. It's, mm. it's worth it. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's, it's sort of like you could choose not to, but you're, you're probably going to live a very different life than if you choose to face the trauma and, and heal and do the, the hard work, because it's not to say that you have to do it that way, but if you don't, you could be like, it's a difference between like having probably like a mediocre life and like just surviving and really thriving and, and recognizing that no, actually we have, we do have a lot more control over our, um, life situations than we think we do because I think we've been conditioned to believe that you know life happens to us and there's nothing we can do about it and we just gotta like suck it up um but the the other side of that is yeah there's gonna be a lot of things that you can't control and things are gonna come up in your life and if you want to just brush them under the rug and keep going you can or if you face those things and um you know choose make choices that are within your control you can live like a really amazing life and in it and it can also be filled with a lot of pain you know because that part of it is you know uncontrollable there's not you don't have control over everything but you know just kind of trusting that just you know even though things don't turn out the way you would always like them to you still have a lot of control over how you can react to, you know, your life situation. So uh, I think that's, and I think who better than to guide other people, whether it be in business or, you know, on the emotional healing side than somebody who's been through some really tough stuff, right? Yeah. And you know, it's, it's cool because what, comes up in hypnotherapy sessions now and this is why I get excited is like business strategy is my jam and I'll always love it but there's something about being in that space with someone who thinks that they're the only one or the only person that's gone through something and then they realize that they're not because there's been a there's been a lot of different circumstances and topics that people have come to me for and some have been like loss of loss of parents and I can relate to that and understand it. So there's just something about being in a space where we're not talking about superficial things anymore. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think that's been another big one for what we've gone through over the past couple of years and uh, realizing that we don't have to just live at the surface, right? Like even though going under me can be scary, it's uh yeah, again, so rewarding, right? To like rewarding. get deeper and and that I mean, I feel like that's like the purpose of all of this. Like that's why mm-hmm. we're here, we're here, you know, and that's why um we're like an emotional species that has been given the skills to like do all of that stuff, right? Like it's not by accident, it's by design. So exactly. yeah. Tell me more about hypnotherapy and you know what what the process, I'm just so fascinated by like what it is like and, and what the the outcomes can be that, you know, what can you tell me about it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And usually 
when I'm in a first session with a client, like I'll ask them, like, have they been hypnotized before? Or like, what are their thoughts or what do they think about it? And most people share um, that they've experienced it from like an entertainment purpose. Like growing up around Boston, there was the R-rated hypnotist, Frank Santos. Like, I don't know if you remember him. Yes. yes. Um, so most people think of that and there, there's a level of hypnosis that's happening. But what I love people to know is that like you, you can't be hypnotized to want anything or do anything that you don't want to. Like it's impossible because we're working with your subconscious mind, the part of your mind that actually wants something. Mm. So it's impossible to work with a hypnotherapist and for them to make you do something you don't want to. Mm. Very impossible. Mm. Um, Because your subconscious mind, it's the part of your mind that we're working with. It's um, hypnosis works so that your subconscious mind, they need to be like ethically aligned with each other. And so what hypnosis does and what it feels like is it's just feels like you are getting more and more relaxed. Like you're maybe going to sleep or into a deep meditation and it's through potentially music in the background. That's what I like to do. Um, Verbal repetition. So through my voice, people can be seated or they can be laying down, whatever's most comfortable for them. But the goal is that we're just relaxing you more and more so that we can quiet the like chatter and logic of your conscious mind. Cause that's the part that's like always overanalyzing, overthinking doing all those things. So we're trying to quiet that. So like remove that critical faculty so that we can then speak to your subconscious mind, which would then be more open to suggestions to help you create the change uh, that you want to create. Ah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, it's it's really, it's really cool. So then like, are your clients talking during hypnosis or they are just like, and do they remember what they were thinking about while they were hypnotized? That's a, it's a good question. So I pair two modalities together. So depending on the change we want to create, a lot of times there are negative emotions attached to it. Like let's say there's fear coming up. Maybe people were hurt or they're angry or they're sad. So I utilize um, a modality called time techniques, which is timeline therapy first. And all that is, is like, we all just have a timeline stored subconsciously within us where there's certain events and experiences that have created these emotions or like it's when we first experience them. And so time techniques allows you to travel on your subconscious timeline and like go out to the past, go to that initial event, get new positive learnings that you can take with you. Mm. So it can help you release. It's not to say you're going to release the emotion and never feel it again. Like we're human, of course you're going to, but you release the, um, like the emotional charge behind it. And this is actually what really supported me in my current relationship with my dad was, um, there was always such an emotional charge behind our conversations because I was still angry and bitter from things of the past and things that um, he had done. And so it helps to release the emotional charge. So like next time, let's say if you're a business owner and you have that fear of failure or fear of success, you can meet that fear, but there's no emotional charge behind it. Mm. It's really cool. So it helps to release first. So then we use the hypnosis to build upon. Mm. And so it's all like, must be breaking all kinds of patterns too, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's cool. So time techniques, they're talking, their eyes are closed. They're talking. 
um, hypnosis, they're, they're not talking. I, I may just ask them to like nod their head a couple of times for certain things. Um, and they're, you're always fully in control in hypnosis. A lot of times people think too, it's like, I have control over you, which is, it's not possible. It's not possible. Well, it's like the movies paints everything like unrealistically for us. Right. I know I, they really do, but it's, um, they'll talk during time techniques, not top talk during hypnosis, but more just like nod their head for certain like aspects of it. Mm, that's so cool. And then do you, and, and so if I'm thinking while I'm hypnotized, like, do I remember what I was thinking about like after or? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. You may doze off. Some people doze off and that's okay. Cause your subconscious mind can still take it in. Yeah. And just like people go to the gym to, I don't know, work on their booty or whatever you have to go multiple times. So it's, it's repetition, right? And so the same comes to your subconscious mind. If you want to rewire your subconscious, your limiting beliefs, like any of that, your subconscious mind also needs repetition. Yeah. So that's why I always give a, um, like a copy of the hypnosis recording so you can continue listening to it. So you're continuing to like flex that muscle. That is so cool. It's, I'm going to tell you this really quick story because it's, it's, funny to me. Um, so I do a lot of, uh, I study a lot of, um, the work of Dr. Nicole LaPera who wrote mm-hmm. how to work. And so, um, a couple years ago, I was like watching one of her videos and, um, I was just like, so fascinated. It was a lot about inner child stuff and, you know, healing from trauma. And I was just getting so excited. And I was sitting on the couch with my husband and I was like, can you watch this? And I'm like, does this fascinate you? And he's like, yeah, it's interesting. And I said, no, no, no. I need to know if it fascinates you because (laughs) if it doesn't fascinate you, then I know that it's really something I should like pursue. And if you, if it, if it doesn't fascinate you, I know, you know, I I was talking in terms of like, if, if this was just something that fascinated everybody or Mm -hmm. if it was something that fascinated, like specific to me so that I know if it was something I should like go after. And he's like, eh, yeah, it's not that interesting. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Because now I know this is like the work that I should be doing because it totally like lights me up. And, you know, on the flip side, he is, uh, he became a uh, call firefighter in our town a couple of years ago. And I always say like, he's in his late forties. And I always say like, I wish he found it when he was 20. Cause it like totally lights him up. But mm. he used to come home like from the Academy and tell me every detail. And I'd be like, this is really not that interesting. And I like love to listen <laughs> to him talk about it because it lit him up, but I was not interested in it. So it's so true that like, there's just some stuff that, you know, I'm sure even your clients, like there's a lot of clients that probably come to you that like are totally jazzed about being a client of hypnosis, but aren't really interested in being the person yeah. who hypnotizes. So yeah. it's just, um, but that's the beauty of all of us, right? Like, it's really cool to see how so many different things like light, SF, like my boyfriend's an accountant. Like yeah. I had sometimes hear him talk about like Excel and pivot tables. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And, and he also, it doesn't get like excited to hear about my stuff. It's just, we're just two very different human beings. Yeah. Which I guess goes sort of full circle to how we started this conversation and that like, there's really room for all of us to figure out what it is that lights us up and go after it. And, yeah. you know, along the way, uh, hire people like you as our business coach. And also like when things come up, we can 
hire for hypnosis too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's all community over competition has been like my motto my, for years. Yeah. And there is, there's plenty of room for everybody. There's no need to compare. Like every journey is so different and every journey is so beautiful too. Like mm-hmm. just perfect. Yeah. And um, the beauty of just supporting each other and referring is it's the best. Awesome. I totally agree. And I just think too, that's really the mission of this whole podcast is to just like show a little bit more of ourselves, right? Like who we are and what we've experienced and the things that we've been through, because um, I think it's always better when we do, because there's always going to be someone who is, you know, touched by your story because they went through it or touched by your story because they know somebody who went through it and they want to know how to better support that person or touched by their story, be, your story, because it makes a difference in the way that they live their day to day. Because, you know, um, I think when we sort of get more perspective, right? Like we can say, wow, that's really, you know, that really was profound or that touched me. And so now I'm going to live my day a little bit different than I may have if I didn't have this conversation. So I want to thank you so much for sharing your story and for, um, you know, I think that you're just a pure example of somebody that's gone through something really devastating and been able to come out the other side uh, stronger and, you know, and it's, I think it's a beautiful thing and, and it's, you know, not always easy to talk about, but I really think that that's what the human connection is all about and what we need more of, right? Like, like uh, one of my mentors always says the world is in an empathy deficit and we need to just be more um, consistent with being empathetic with one another as humans. And, and I couldn't agree with that more. So that's tell so- everybody where we can find you and where we can um, follow your offerings and, and all the things. Yeah. And I just want to share too, based on what you were saying, like I was never one to talk about like my journey and grief and the loss of my mom. And I found that the more that I did it or showed online on Instagram, like periods of me feeling sad to still lose my mom. Cause some people think, oh, it's been like 30 plus years. Like you still miss your mom which it's kind of wild to hear people say that, but people do think that the amount of responses I have gotten from people in terms of like, oh my God, I've lost my parent too. And like, I can relate. Um, It just makes it so much like more worth it. And like, you feel like you can actually relate to someone. And I share that by saying, if you're feeling in a space of, oh, like what I went through doesn't matter, or it's been so long, like I should be over it or no one's going to relate. Like, trust me, there's so many people out there who can, and they actually like need to hear your story. And that's why I get so excited that there are people like you like that have podcasts, like, yeah, share people's stories, but I did. Yeah. I didn't realize the importance of it until just a couple of years ago. So totally. Thank you for providing the space for me and others to do so. And um, yeah, the best way people can find me Instagram is always like my jam and my favorite and it's so um, good at it you teach me so much I love I love it um it's julie.m.costa and then I have a link on there too to my website and um all my different offerings from business social media to hypno it's all it's all on there awesome and I'm ready to sign up for my hypno session so we'll be doing that the next time we meet yes they're so fun they're so fun I can't wait thank you so much thank you
What an awesome conversation. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it and you want to hear others like it, I would love it if you check out the links in the podcast description. I'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave a review, and share it with anyone who would also enjoy it. You can also find me over on Instagram at K-R-I-S-T-I-N-M-I-C or visit my website at www.thewarriorwithinus.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you.